Hey, take a seat. We're going to talk about dining room tables today. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 366, Deep Dive into Dining Room Tables. I know. Everyone needs one. Everyone has one. It might not be the right one for you. Uh, Maybe you want a new one. Maybe you want to upcycle the one you have. So we're going to cover a lot of that today. And, you know, dining room tables. It was something that was just sort of a given as dining rooms were just a given. But people are sort of rethinking whether or not they want a dining room, right? Uh, And whether or not the dining room table is used for everyday meals or whether it's just holiday meals or whether it's a multi-purpose sort of table now or whether it's just a horizontal place that is a magnet for stuff. Well, it's interesting because also it seems like many years ago, everybody's dining room table pretty much looked the same. Everyone had dark mahogany, dark cherry wood tables, and there were maybe three or four different leg styles you might have had. But now the sky's the limit. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of gorgeous styles out there. You can go light, you can go dark, you can go medium, you can go stained, painted, concrete top, marble top, wood top, zinc top, that just the possibilities are so endless today and there's so many beautiful options. So it's really an exciting time to be looking for a dining room table. Yeah, I, I missed that whole dark wood mahogany thing. I guess by well, the time I was getting go. a dining room table, I remember wanting this dining room table so badly when we bought our little townhouse in Alexandria, Virginia, and it had these green legs and a wooden top. Like it was, you know, and that seems so like, oh, um, you know, like it, everyone's seen that. But when I wanted it, I, I had never seen anything like mm-hmm. that before. Oh, and it I just know. seemed so exciting. And I remember actually my father-in-law at the time, he's not even alive anymore, took me for whatever reason to the store, maybe because his car could fit it or something. I don't know. It was probably the only time I actually was completely alone with my father-in-law. We had a nice day. And he took me to get that dining room table. And I have not thought about that moment or that afternoon in many years. But when I was getting ready for the episode, I was thinking about that. And then from then on, I think I pretty much have had thrifted dining room tables. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember ever buying one in a store other than that one. Well, I remember when we were newly married and really could not afford a nice dining room table. I did a card table and then we cut a round 48 inch piece of plywood to put on top of it. And then I did a cover for it and just basically made a skirted table. And that was really enough room for six people to sit there. And we used that for a long time. You kids are so cute how you did that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could just see Anita and Kevin doing that on the weekend and then like sitting down and having a nice dinner. I need to pull another candles. <laughs> well, no, oh. that was when we had, fa- no, we, 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 we had people over all the time. That was back when we actually had guests. No, but I'm picturing the just the day, the weekend that you did that or whatever. Like, oh, oh, and then oh, you're yeah. at the sewing machine. I'm almost oh, done. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I know. And I still have that, that, uh, the table and the, 
the round that goes on top. We use it at the farm when we have parties. So Probably I, so useful. Now I just right. throw a piece of uh, you know, drop cloth on top of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't make, I didn't sew anything for it this time, but it's very useful. I bet. So, yeah. I mean, even if you're just dining in the backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's probably just, and it's easy to keep it. You just roll it into your storage area or your garage and take it out when you need it. That's a good tip right there. But let's take a step back from the actual table to the whole room that the table normally goes in. Okay. What is your opinion about having a separate dining room? You know, it, Obviously, open concept homes aside now, but if you had a home or someone is listening has a home with a separate dining room, and if there's any thoughts like, hmm, maybe we could use this room for a better purpose, or maybe I should transition. We only eat in here certain times of the year or holidays. What are your thoughts about keeping or letting go of the dining room? Well, it's interesting you say that because we used to entertain all the time. We actually used our dining room table a lot, and our kitchen table was not big enough for any guests. So anytime, even just if my mom was visiting, we we were forced into the dining room. So we used it a lot. But with this house, interestingly enough, we have been so busy, we haven't used the dining room a lot. And I've really thought about the fact that it's not really something I would push for in another house. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you have one table somewhere in the house where you have room to add several guests, mm-hmm. I think that's all you really need. So to me, it's just kind of a grab, get it if you want it. But if you don't want it, I really don't think you need it anymore. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I agree with, you know, the, if you don't need it, then do something else. But if someone was asking my advice... Mm-hmm. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna diverge from you a little bit. In my okay. humble opinion, I diverge. would say keep it mm-hmm. because you know unless you're going to be in a house, you say, oh, I'm going to be in this house. I'm renting, or I know this is my uh, stepping stone house. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to another house or for work. I know I move all the time, and in this section of my life, these three years or two years or five years or whatever, I'm not going to need a dining room because I have a bunch of little kids and I'm not going to be hosting dining you know, parties in a dining room or I'm not, I don't have a big family, so I'm not doing a big holiday. Unless you know that for sure, um, I would keep the dining room as is. I mean, of course you can decorate it differently. You could put a desk in there for a period of time, but if you don't, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't close it off and make it a permanent office. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't, I would keep a dining room if you're going to be in house for any significant period of time because life changes and you may want to use it. And I think the way, if you just think of it, it's like a resale thing, I think having a dining room kind of went out of fashion for a nanosecond in the scheme <laughs> of life, you know, mm-hmm, in the scheme mm-hmm. of real estate life. And, um, but I think, I think people, want to have that. I think they expect that. You know, maybe they want to turn it into something else a couple of years down the line. But I think if you walked around the house and were like, eh, where's the dining room? Or like some house you're like, wait, it doesn't have a tub? You're like, what's with that? <laughs> we once rented a house when we were building our house out on, on Long Island. And um, I didn't realize it didn't have a tub. Uh, I, Laura, I was pregnant with Laura and Ava was a baby. And it was like, rush, rush, rush. And we were just trying to get something quickly because our house wasn't finished when it was supposed to be finished, you know, one of those things. And we just needed it for like a six month. And 
I I must have been partially out to lunch. I didn't notice that it had no tub. And so there's Ava, like two years old, and I'm, I got her in the shower, and she's screaming bloody murder. So <laughs> because she didn't want the water hitting her on the head. <laughs> that's terrible. So it's I good to have a tub. We had the same thing here, right? It's that sounds very good to familiar. have a dining room. I think you know, mm-hmm. just in case. Now you can't get them out of the shower, but whatever. Right? Exactly. Well, no. And what I'm saying is not that I'm anti dining room table, but oh, I I'm know saying, you're not anti dining. No, no, no. But what I'm, but I thought what we were talking about was kind of whether you needed a separate space for it, because I still think you need some place to put a large table for gatherings or to have room for that. Yeah, I so. am talking about a separate space. I'm talking about a separate room oh, but you're dedicated saying, to be the dining room. I so think you're you saying if you're that. buying a house, you should make sure it has a separate dining room. Is that what no, you're saying? I'm or saying, you're saying keep a dining room table in the dining room if you have a dining room. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that <laughs> the room... Is anybody else listening? <laughs> I'm following listening. along. I'm asking clarification questions. I'm saying if there's a dining room in your home... And you're going to be in that home for any significant period of time over like three to five years. Keep mm-hmm. the dining room as, as it is. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sure. If for a period of time you want to put a desk in there too or you want to use it, the dining room table as a desk, that's fine. But I think as far as, you know, life changes and you may then want to have a real dining room, you may want to entertain there, you may want to have holidays there, you may want to just sit there because it's kind of nice to sit in your dining room. And have a nice dinner every night and make it That's true. You know, a thing. That's true. Or you want to sell your house and then you're like, oh, well, we um, boarded up the windows and you know, made the dining room into a media <laughs> right. room. And right. I was like, ah, where's the dining room? Like, that's stupid. I'm going to buy the house down the block. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. If anybody has any questions, you can just contact me privately. Well, no, I think that. And I think if you have any more questions, I'll talk to you later about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think no. I we think that's talking reasonable. About the tables, any second. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that sounds very reasonable, and I think you definitely want room for guests, and I that that makes sense for sure. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with what you said. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't have a problem with you. You said either, honey. Okay. <laughs> Standard height for a dining room table. 30 inches can kind of go between 28 and 30, but you know, you need room mm-hmm. for legs. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the standard chair height about 18. So if you got those sort of in your head or put a note on your phone or something, if you're in the market for these type of uh, items, chairs and table, that, you know, that's sort of what it should be, particularly if you're thrifting or estate selling, you know, they might, well, it might be like a wonky height. That's what I was going to say here while we're talking about the, the height you need to be very careful if you're thrifting, if you're buying a thrift store table, because some of these old tables have an apron on them. And some of them really, depending on the chairs you have, you might not have room for your legs much. So be make sure that the chairs you have are going to work with that table as far as clearance for legs, because that can be really frustrating if guests are sitting in there and their legs are just kind of squished under there. That can be unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just, here's people like, Ew, I'm trying to get out. Um, okay, I'm sure everybody knows, uh, but just in case there's one or two people that are not sure what you meant by the word apron, you don't mean something you tie around your waist when you think no. you're going to be cooking. Can you just explain to them what the apron would be? On that the table? is that uh, there's the top, and then there sometimes there's a little decorative part of the table that's below the top, which would be between your legs. And the top of the table. So sometimes there's very little apron and sometimes it can be 
you know, it, there can be a piece of wood there that uh, is maybe five, six inches. So that's the apron. Yeah, I have is that. that decorative piece of wood that's underneath the top on the sides. Right. Okay. And so oftentimes if you're thinking of a dining room table in your brain, you're thinking rectangle because it's the most common shape. Um, and so a, a rectangle for to accommodate four to six people, you want it to be about 36 wide and 60 long. If you're going to have six to eight people, you want the length to go to about 78. Well, I know most tables allow about 18 inches per place setting per person. Mm-hmm. But really, how many are going to fit at your table depends on the width of your chairs. And again, it's antique true. chairs are not the width of chairs that you buy now. The chairs you buy now are much wider. Yes. So you're going to really have to go, if you're going to try to figure out how many people you can get at a table, you're really going to have to go by the width of your chair more than anything. But Excellent you don't want point. people to have any less than 18 inches though. Yeah. Yeah. And then arms, no arms, you know, all these things to consider. A square table, again, accommodating four to six people is usually about 36 um, to like, it could go up to like 44. An oval about 36 by 56. And then around about 44 inches round. Does that sound right to you? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then obviously some of these table shapes will accommodate leaves or not. So, that you know, there's all these other things to take in consideration. One thing I would suggest about the leaves is um, this happened to me with a really beautiful antique table that I was gifted by my mom. I didn't want to have it. My dining room in our last house was not as big as her dining room in the house that this table was in. And so she had, I guess, two leaves in it. And I probably came with maybe another one or maybe even two more. So I wanted to make it smaller. So I just wanted to use one leaf. Well, when I did that, it made the the bottom part of the table completely off center. It it was so pretty on the bottom and like, it it wasn't necessarily an apron, but it had some decorative legs, you know, almost like maybe some trestling thing going on on the bottom, but it squanched it all together on one side, you know? So if you're going to buy it, yeah, I mean, you know, so it usually that doesn't happen. Yeah. So it was really meant to have these two leaves in it uh, and accommodate maybe, you know, six to eight people. Whereas I wanted to be four to six people because especially when the girls were little and that's where we sat every night at that house because we didn't have any eat-in situation in the kitchen. Okay. Um, The girls were little and they were so far away from us. So I needed like a giant long spoon to like help Laura with her dinner. Well, if you're a family of four, I highly recommend that you get not get a square or small round table that just feeds seats for people because then you're going to be in our situation where then we had to go in the dining room. I mean, well, excuse me, not go in the dining room. If this is your dining room table, you're not going to have room for anybody. You got no place extra. to go. Yeah. Well, right. So this is something where I think you really are going to need either a very large round table or rectangular or oval so that you're going to, because you want your dining room table to seat, I would think, again, if there's at least six people probably, because right. you could have right. up Chances to that are, many. exactly. And mm-hmm. as you're saying, when it's a dedicated four 
uh, top table and there's no leaf possibility. You can't add one more you- person and you're out of luck. You can't. That's right. And we had an antique, you know, scrub pine English table that I loved for so long, but you could not add one chair or that person was on the corner and you do not want to be the person on the corner with the foot, you know, the legs right uh, in front of you. And so that's something else to keep in mind is that you don't want to be picking out a table where it's going to be awkward for the number of chairs that you have around where someone's going to be straddling a leg. There's, it's yeah. no fun being at the kids' table, or sometimes it is, but the, but there's no fun <laughs> straddling that leg. So you know, try to avoid doing that. To people no, no, that's can. awkward. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you know the shape of your table is really something to consider. Not only how many people you can fit at it, what your chair configuration, but also the shape of your room. I would say mostly the shape of the room now, because you know at our farm. We don't really have room for dining room. It's really just a, a, an eat-in kitchen. And but I, it was the same thing. I was stuck with this little square table, and anytime we had one guest, we had to go eat outside, even if it was winter, because we didn't have room. <laughs> it was terrible. I'm sorry, Evie. You'll have to eat outside tonight. <laughs> we have a guest. <laughs> just go on the shed. So what we did was we got a round table. I think it's a 60 inch, and the the sides. It's, I guess it's called a gate leg. The sides uh-huh. drop. So That's you can smart. drop both sides, but with them up, you can seat easily six people comfortably. So oh, that's, that's nice. That's a nice sized round one, but I wouldn't go any smaller than that. If you're going to have, you know, like I said, you want seating for at least six people, I think in most cases. Right. And there's, uh, there's a lot of considerations. I mean, it, you know, I, I kind of knew this, but until I started researching for this episode, you really think about that. There's a lot of things to take in consideration. Um, let's just jump back to the leaves for a second. So if you don't want to use the leaves all the time because the table is too big, and, and then you're going to have to store them somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you really don't yes. want to just shove them somewhere because maybe your table's made of wood or something and you don't want it to oh, be scratched. Oh, well, those leaves – well, the thing with the leaves, when I had the big table with the leaves – you weren't supposed to store them just anyway. They were supposed to be stored flat. I mean, it was very clear you were supposed to store them. Oh, inbox, right, because they would flat. Work. Right. So I had to put them under beds. And I had that table, My when I finally bought the, the fancy mahogany table, it had three leaves. And with all the leaves in it, it was 12 feet long. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it would seat, yeah, pretty much the whole street. So uh, it was a little, yeah, it was really We big. didn't want to invite the people down the block, but they kept coming into the table because right. it was in front of their house. Well, it was, who, it was massive. Yeah, who that's has that many people? It was just massive. Who likes that many people for dinner? I don't know. That's a lot of people. Lot of, I know. I know. Um, so, yeah. yeah, but here's the thing. There are tables, and actually it's not, probably not a new thing because I did in one point in my life have an antique table like this uh, where the leaves, you kind of pulled the table apart and then the the leaf was still attached, but it was it would live underneath, right? And it was, oh, set, this table uh-huh. was it so would, it cool. Would, it had a little hanging compartment for it, right? Yeah, well, it was kind I've of I've seen like, those. It was oh, no metal like teeth. It was almost like giant zipper almost, but you know, like, oh. you know, in wood and you would pull, there was like, ee, 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 ee. you pull the table apart and then these, these metal teeth would fit into each other. And then this, the, the leaf, this other set, set, uh, like center section would just come up a little bit and then you'd push it back together and it was much bigger and all flat. Well, it sounds a little steampunky. 
I, you know, it kind of was. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a cool table. I mean, it it was probably on its, you know, no pun intended, last leg when I got it. And, and we lived with it for quite a while. And by the time we got to this house, I think actually it somehow something bad happened to it in a moving Uh-oh. truck. But that was okay. Because then I went to that Girl Scout, that fateful Girl Scout yard sale, and I got the table that we love. My table which I'm speaking of now, is an oval. And I really like oval. I have somewhat of an awkward room because they're... And yours is antique, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how old it is. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's pretty old. old. It's right. It's, it's old pine. It's got the wormwood. But, you know, I bought I love it at, pine. at the um, Girl Scout yard sale. So I don't really know. It's super heavy. I mean, you know, it could have been just a really good table that somebody let get really patinaed or it could be really old. I don't really know. Um... But my room has three entrances from the entry in the living room and the office. Really awkward. So I had to have a table that would be, you know, just the right size. And what was great about the oval is that I don't have any pointy edges. So you're kind of carving off, you know, several inches on all of the ends because it doesn't come out to a rectangle. So that's a great shape for a room that might be rectangle shape, but maybe it's uh, a little tight quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that the oval is one of the more popular shapes, but it's it's certainly, I mean, there's some really pretty ones out there that are though. Well, I'm not all about being popular, Anita. It's okay well, I know you're not. Because that works for me and I'm going to stick with it. There you but go. Well, you're so I think so the rectangle. Yeah, the rectangle. Well, this is not the steampunk table. This table is just um, No, I get has it. regular leaves which are already warped so I don't even care. I don't really use them because it wouldn't if I added them that wouldn't fit in my room. Um so yeah, there's a ton of interesting tables out there as Anita mentioned in the beginning. And so if you are in the market for a dining room table, you should be exploring all these beautiful tables and it can really change the look. Like Anita's saying, you know, if you got one of those old uh, mahogany type tables, like that's really not what's happening on the forefront of design for dining rooms these days. But it, again, if you love it, enjoy it, sit at yeah, it, but, use but it, what entertain happens- at it. I agree. But what I'm hearing is people spent a lot of money for their mahogany or cherry table, and now they don't want it anymore. But they're feeling stuck because everybody's unloading those tables. So that's what I'm hearing more than anything else. I mean, isn't that what you're hearing from people? Yeah, it's a hard thing to get rid of if you don't want it. But you know what? Like we said about a lot of things, if you've had it for a number of years, that table doesn't owe you anything let it go, you know, or, or, or upcycle it. I've got a great, uh, blog post that I found this woman. I don't know her, uh, but I'll, I'll let her know. We link to her. Her name is Kathy and she does the budget decorator blog. I honestly don't even know if she's still running the blog under the same name, but I was looking for good upcycles for dining room tables. And she put this, uh, blog post together with a lot of different, uh, you know, they're not all her uh, creations or upcycles, a lot of different ones and different style tables and completely different looks. So she put put this whole thing together. So it's, it's worth a look if you are in the market to change your table. So I will add the link to the show notes for that. I also started to look at dining room tables, even though I'm not in the market. Hey, I'm getting ready for you guys to do this episode. I found so many beautiful 
tables, I wishing I had an extra dining room. (laughs) I know, I know. And I found some that were kind of more budget and then some that were more high end price wise. But I found some I found some really beautiful ones too. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Now, let's talk about some tables, some specific tables. You got Mm. one? I do. Uh, The first one, I think it's a fantastic buy right now. It's on sale for less than $150. And this one I found on Wayfair. I'll include a link to it. But it's it's a very industrial look. And you could even use this as a desk. So it's got kind of a rustic wood top and then metal framing. It's got metal legs and kind of some metal uh, wire kind of bracing underneath it. And I just think it'd make a lovely look with you could probably pair it with whatever kind of chairs you wanted. Uh, they're showing it paired with some neutral Parsons chairs, but I think anything, even some beautiful French chairs would be a nice pairing with this industrial look. So that's really beautiful. Okay. I thought I was going to be, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, the deal I found is like the most incredible dining room table deal. And here you bust out with one for 150 bucks <laughs> from Wayfair, like a trusted brand. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I'm just going to say, I found this. I don't know too much about this company. Oddly enough, I am uh, working with a client. She's a client that I've worked with in her home and her garden. We just redid her garden and it's beautiful. Uh, Now I'm working with her on the waiting room in her dental office. She's a dentist. So this is how I got to know this particular website. It's called Restaurant Furniture for Less. Because, I mean, obviously she's a dentist, not running a restaurant, but I was looking for waiting room type furniture, you know, where it wasn't upholstered and all that. So the caveat is I've only explored this website. I have never purchased anything from here, but it looks like a kind of interesting resource, particularly if you like the sort of industrial slash minimalist type of look, because the deals on here compared to like, the same looking table at West Elm or something. You're talking like eight, nine hundred dollars difference. So wow, anyway, I found this set. So it's a set of uh, a table and four of the Tolex style chairs. You know those metal chairs that are so popular, and you know if you see them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so the entire thing for four chairs and the table is four hundred. And seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents. That's amazing. That's pretty good. And then if you just wanted the table, which comes in a variety of colors, even orange, but it's black. It comes in the silver and variety of other bright colors. Um, the table is one hundred forty nine ninety nine. If you put a wooden top on it that kind of looks like a caramel colored butcher block, it's two fifty five ninety five. That's wow. a pretty good deal, right? And it's a lot. It is. It's, um, 31 and a half by 63. So Very I'll put nice. the link to restaurants for less. We'll have the links to all these in the show notes. Oh, okay. Do you have another one? Uh, of course I do. This one is called the cruise dining table from Langley street shop. Anyway, this is another Wayfair, and this one's under $300. It's on sale. It's a mid-century modern kind of look, uh, really fun. And 
I thought it just had a cheerfulness to it that I enjoyed. I think it would be paired very well with some uh, a lot of color, but it's got it's a round marble look top. I don't think it's really marble though. And then farble. <laughs> yeah, whatever, but it's got the white the, the excuse me, the wood legs. It's got four right. wood legs, but a lot of cross pieces, metal kind of bars underneath it. Mhm that were kind of bracing it. Yeah. So it's, it kind of has an architectural look underneath and it's a bit of a Sputnik look. So it's really, it's really fun and oh. just kind of not too serious. I really, I really liked it. I thought that would be a real cool piece if you're looking for something mid-century modern. Oh, okay. So let me take you in a completely different direction then. Terrain has some beautiful reclaimed teak tables, which, yeah, they're just, I love the look of that teak. It's really a lighter color wood, but it's not that Danish modern look, which is, I, it's pretty, but it's not really my thing. This is a little bit more rustic. Um, dare I say a dash of farmhouse in there. Uh-huh. Oh, it's nice. a really pretty one. It's not too, some of those tables the farmhouse tables are just too glumpy. You know, they're just, the, the legs are turned. They're just too big. Uh, too uh, clunky. Yeah, 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 too clunky. Too chunky, so yeah. These, this one is really sort of, albeit a large table, it has sort of a, a, a dainty features, if you will. Oh, nice. Well, and I it's like a that. square, which I was trying to show different shapes. It's 63 by 63 square. And uh, it's not inexpensive. I'm saying it's probably about $2,100, but it's a gorgeous table. Um, so we'll link that one as well. Oh, gorgeous. So this one, uh, the next one is on sale for less than $250. Mm-hmm. It is around, uh, I can't tell if it's got a, I don't think it's going to have any, any leaves to it, but it's a world market round wood and it's kind of a gray wash wood and it's kind of a kind of a Louis the Sixteenth look with some the detailing and the fluted straight legs mm-hmm. and a little bit of fluting on the apron of the table. It's really a pretty style. So oh. I think if you want a little bit of French style um, styling, I think you would enjoy this table, and it's a great price. Nice, yes. Okay, uh, one that I am really liking is this one from Article. It's a company that I've been hearing advertising in other podcasts. And so I went to check them out and I really like what they have. And their their whole gig is that they're sort of taking out the middleman. So the prices are supposed to be much better and the prices seem to be pretty good. And so this is the article Oscuro table. It's O-S-C-U-R-O. It's $800 and it's really pretty. It's... um has a, like a charcoal stained wood on the top and then this brushed brass legs. But then you can also get it with a brown top and black legs. Super cool looking table. Like it has that combination that I love. You know, the gold just gives it a little bit of glam, but the wood in the black gives it this sort of modern earthy feel. I, I really love it. It's a beautiful table. Like it, Honestly, if I was in the market for a table, this might be the one. Well, it's interesting you say that. This, I would seriously consider this one if I was in the market. It's a whitewashed oval dining room table. It's got a pedestal, and this one's a little hard to describe, but remember those old tables that we used to get that were maybe kind of cardboard or particle board, and there would be the one piece 
would have a slit in the top and then the other one would have a slit in the bottom and you would slide them together and then you could just put a flat piece of, of cardboard on top to make a table. Totally. And then you'd put the cloth over it, the round cloth. Right. So right. that's what this looks like, but it's not cheap cardboard. It's real wood. And I don't know that the pieces, base pieces slide together like that, but that's mm-hmm. the way they look. And they're carved though. It's not just straight pieces, but it's a beautiful carving. And I'm gathering that it did not sell well because it's 50% off. Oh. I think the concept might not have appealed to people, but I really like it. I think it's really quite beautiful. And they have it on sale now for nine fifty. It was eighteen hundred dollars. Ah, so I think that's really pretty, and I'll I'll link to that. That's from Wisteria. Oh yeah, you always find nice things at Wisteria. I love Wisteria. I know. Okay, now I have one from. Uh, I apparently can find it in a lot of places, but they even have it at Walmart. It's Picket House Stanford Scrolled trestle table and it really is a lovely table it's not inexpensive it's um about twelve hundred dollars and it's a massive looking table um and you know like the trestle it has sort of you know carvings on the bottom and it's a really pretty color it's sort of a they call it dark ash it's kind of a really dark gray um 76 by 42 by 30 um, so it seats uh, six to eight with a leaf, but really good looking table. Like it looks more expensive than it is, albeit it's not, you know, $150. It's still, you know, substantial sum of money, but it really looks like a good table. Well, I'm glad you mentioned a trestle table. I had a couple of them. I'm going to, pa- you know, I'm not going to go cover them since you already covered a trestle uh-huh. table. And I'm going to switch over to this other table because I know we're, uh, don't have a, a huge amount of time here. I'm going to talk about this other table next, which is from Wayfair, and it's called the, oh boy, I don't even think I can pronounce it, the Seguine Extendable Dining Room Table. And I think this one is round, but it has a leaf or two that makes it oval. But it's the, it looks like the top is wood, but it's painted white, and the base is kind of a metal that's been kind of whitewashed and it's got a beautiful curve to it. And the legs are, are also the whole base is a metal base, but it's not a dark metal. It's kind of a gunmetal gray, I Mm -hmm. guess, base. And it's really got some elegance to it. I feel like it's a very unique look and it looks like it would go very well with a coastal theme. Ah, uh, yeah. I was thinking that when you said with all the white that yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would go very well with blues and whites and, and that is, I don't know if I mentioned the price, it is on sale for a little over $500 right now. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's a nice price. And yeah, they show it with some blue and white striped Parsons chairs and a, a booth, which I think would just be so beautiful. Oh, lovely. I don't yeah. have any more tables that you know jumped out at me, but I do have a tip if you are... Well, I should ask Anita. Do you have any more tables you want to specifically mention? Well, I, I no, I, I do, but I think I'm going to stop at that because I feel like they might be a slightly repetitive, and I don't want to do that. Okay. So here's the thing: if you're going to go down the DIY route and you're going to change the surface of your table, and I don't mean painting it, I mean like changing it. Say you had a metal table and there was glass on it, and then you wanted to put a different type of top on it. Okay. You really have to be careful of the type of surface that you put on it and how 
deep that is or how high that is because that's going to really affect your chairs. Now, this happened to me, so I'm passing it along. Outside, I had gotten this great metal table and chairs at a yard sale. I, we had it at the last house, and I had this um, – it was like a piece of wood that was almost like an old advertising uh, for for uh, apartments. Like, so it was kind of like this vintage ad, big, like almost like a, it was like a wooden billboard. And somehow I had come across that piece of wood and I was like, that'll be great on the table. So it was really cool for a period of time, but I wasn't going to take it off every time, you know, it rained or whatever. So over time it warped. So then the choice was, well, either we could put a piece of glass on top of it, but then I was like, eh, I got to have to keep cleaning that off. So I was like, let's do cement. So I had my guy who helps me frame out the size of the table and pour the the cement and dried. And he was like, I'm going to make it really thick, so, you know, so it doesn't crack or anything. Like, that's great. The thicker, the better. <laughs> now, when I sit at that table outside, it's like I'm sitting on the ground because the table is four inches taller than it was before. So I have to sit on two, I can probably even sit on three, you know, outdoor chair cushions. So like, so my armpits are not like on top of the table. (laughs) And my whole family, when we sit outside, even Peter, who's six two, is like, it's like your chin is barely on the table. It's really silly. And I think to myself, you know, everyone's like, why don't we sit out at that table? And I'm like, well, that's the reason why, because it's really not that comfortable. So anyway, that's just a, a thing oh, that you might funny. not consider. Like, yeah, when you if you're going to resurface the table in any way that's going to increase the the depth or the height of that horizontal plane, you've got to make sure that your chairs or your body or your chair cushions can accommodate the extra inches. Oh, excellent isn't, point. Isn't there. that silly? Anyway, and wow. also, you know, the concrete looks awesome. I really do like. Yes, the way it, looks. it does. But I'm glad that he made that where I wanted the table to be because the table weighs like 400 pounds. Or oh something. no, you're not, and you're not taking it when you move. No, I'm not. Gonna, I was actually like, I'm hoping like maybe just over time it will sink into the, the, the earth, <laughs> so then the chairs will work better. So you're going to need some massive cushions on yeah. those chairs, yeah. or uh, and of maybe- course the chairs are metal. I'm like, how could we put more? something on the bottom of the chair. But, you know, that's like the pig and the pancake. Like you give a pig a cement top yeah. table and then he wants well, a chair that's going to fit it. You know, would, but, the, but would you, could you do a counter stool there? Would it work? Or would your legs have enough room? Counter would be too high, but I think maybe okay. I'll do a bench, but I don't know. We don't have to get too deep into my problem okay. there, but, you know. Sounds like say, a personal problem. When we're eating outside, it's not at that table, but it looks good. Well, that's the I got to figure that out. I'll get that's on my to do list. I'll I'll figure something out with that. Um, so we are now to the point in time where we do our crushes. What do you got for us today? Well, I found a website that's new to me that had some really beautiful things. It's called Refurbish, not Refurbish. Let me back up. It's called Furbish Studio. And they had some beautiful things. The thing I found that I thought was so pretty 
is called the ginger jar tray. So it, it looks kind of like a melamine square tray, but it's the design is blue and white stripes with some drawings of some blue and white ginger jars here and there. And it's just very fresh and beautiful. I could see it in a powder room with maybe, you know, some lotion and, uh, you know, some fingertip towels in there. And I think it would be really beautiful. Very fresh and uh, clean looking. Oh, pretty. That sounds nice. So it's so it's not a giant tray for like food, like carrying plates and stuff. It's smaller. It's 13 inch. Oh, it's I'm sorry. If you inch. said that, I didn't hear you. No, okay. I didn't. Okay. Um, my crush is from... McGee and Co. Uh, that's a husband and wife team. They have a great YouTube channel and they do a lot of really great uh, renovations. We featured them before. I remember that name. Did we? Um, yes. And they have a shop now. Maybe they didn't before. But because I think the other name is McGee Studio, maybe. Okay. Okay. Or Studio McGee, I think, is their like blog and YouTube and whatever. And this is McGee, McGee Co. And there is a planter on that site that I really, really like. It's called the Hawthorne planter. It's metal. Um, It's a square. It has, it's very sort of formal looking in a sense, but done in metal. So it, it has sort of an edge to it. So it's kind of like a galvanized, even that's what it looks like on the, the website anyway, but definitely like silver in color, but that overlaid on that and probably what exactly is the frame for it is this um, metal crosses and then it just has very nice detailing on the top of the bottom with nice feet. So there's probably four X's, big you know, metal X's that go all the way around. Um, they come in 20 by 20 and 16 by 16. I just thought it was a really sharp looking planter. And, Sounds you know, beautiful. Yeah. And in planters, you know, I don't like to spend a lot for planters, hence my spray painted garbage cans, which are really <laughs> working out nicely for me that I love. But this is one that, you know, is just so good looking. I, you know, I, I might even pay the 200 bucks for it. But if Julie, my friend Julie from high school, who we reconnected because of the podcast and my blog, Julie if you're listening, these would be fabulous in the front of your new house. Just saying. The 16 by 16, maybe. So really good looking. Have a look there. And we have a question today from uh, our listener, Lori H. And Lori has a question about a deck turned into a sunroom at her home. So I'll, I'll let Anita explain to you what's going on there. Well, it's the same thing that my in-laws did. They had a porch, and then at some point, they enclosed it and made it a study. And that's what um, this reader, tell me the reader's name again. Lori. Lori, Lori. Okay, thank you. Listener Lori. Lori H. We've heard from Lori before. (laughs) Hey, Lori. Hey, Lori. Lori. Okay, so Lori's room, uh, it's the same thing. It's kind of got a step down, but it's basically a porch that they enclosed and that's now a beautiful sitting room kind of yeah a, it's beautiful a like she's it a sunroom yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but Lori's dilemma is that there are some windows that used to be exterior windows that are now between this room and the the other rooms in the house and you know my in-laws had the the same thing where the kitchen window looked into the study so she was wondering what she could do about that and there's a couple of things I can think of. One is leave it alone. Uh, 
because it's letting the light in. Yeah. And I mean, it just kind of is what it is. And I don't think it's necessarily a problem. You you don't want to take the window out. Like she said, then it might be a hazard having that open spot in the wall. And if you put a window treatment there, then it's going to block the light. The other thing that you could do if you wanted to make it look like it was meant to be there is to take the window out and put a door there. So Lori, you know, that's something else you could do if you wanted to. So what did, what did you come up with, Kelly? Yeah, good point. So yeah, there are two uh, windows. One is like a single one that I think kind of looks into the living room. And then the other one looks like it, it looks into sort of the eat-in kitchen area. And that's a double window. I, I, w- I mean... I don't, I wouldn't be that concerned that somebody would fall through it. I wasn't really sure if Lori was joking or not, but I mean, I don't, I'm not sure that I would worry that much. So if you took all the glass out, it would just be sort of open. But I, aside from someone falling, I feel like that might be even sort of just a, just like weird to have nothing there. So mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. It yeah. It would be weird. So maybe. And, unless it's like a kitchen where it's a countertop where you can kind of pass, pass through. through right. I don't. Otherwise, I think it would be odd to just have the opening. Right. So I just thought of, I agree with you. I would not put a window treatment on it. Then you would have to have like a double-sided window treatment anyway, because it would look weird from the inside. And then you'd be seeing that from the outside. So what you could do, Lori, so it doesn't look so much like a window and then a set of windows, have the sashes taken out and just do a solid piece of glass. So then you're going to get the light. I don't know if you open it. I see in one of the photos, it's it's slightly opened. Maybe you open them for you know ventilation or something. But if you're not doing that, you could just have a solid piece of glass. So if, without the sashes, it would look a lot less like it was a exterior window at some point. And so I would suggest that. Um, you could also, if you wanted to replace it with a even like a leaded piece of glass. Like, you know, I wouldn't do stained glass or, but I mean, I guess you could, but maybe something with some leading in it could be really pretty, just something decorative. Um, the ultimate thing you could do is sort of change them into French doors. Uh, but it doesn't look like you need that, particularly in the one that leads into the kitchen because, there's the step down is right there in the entrance, but maybe on the other side, you would, you could open it up to, you know, open up part of the wall and make it a French door. So those are some thoughts, but I really think it's fine the way it is, unless it's really bothering you. And it sounds like from your email that, you know, you made this and it's been like this for a while and you're just kind of like mulling over what to do with it. It's not as if you just did it and you're in mid construction. So uh, it's the room is decorated beautifully. It's very nice to have the natural light. I would not close it up. Um, so those are our thoughts. I hope that helps. And thanks so much for everyone listening today. We really enjoyed uh, talking about dining room tables with you. It's amazing the minutiae that you can think about (laughs) when you really focus on one piece of furniture. So we're enjoying doing these types of episodes. So let us know if you're enjoying listening to them and if you have any specific types of furniture that you'd like us to go on a deep dive on, and we'd be happy to put that on our schedule. So remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.
to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.